Welcome to your effing 40s. I'm Leanne McLeod-Golka. And I'm Corey Harding. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to your effing 40s. I'm Leanne. And I'm Corey. Thanks for listening. Killer Karen is here from School of Rock. And we will be right back after this. Effing's 40s show is sponsored by... The Blind Beggar Pub and Tight Fit Drywall. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the effing 40s and Killer Karen. Hey, Karen. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We are doing awesome. School of Rock. Thanks for joining us. Yes. What's the School of Rock? What's the School of Rock? Besides a wicked movie. <laughs> Jack Black, that's all I think. You know what? I don't think Jack Black is showing up yet, just to let you know. In case you guys are waiting. <laughs> really? He hasn't shown up yet. It's hopefully not At on all? your advertising. I'm going to send him an email. Right? I don't know who he is, but I'll send him an email. I know who he is, but I don't personally know him. But you know what? We've got some people on here that have been pretty good. Like, you're kind of, you've done band stuff and traveled, and let's go just before School of Rock. Let's talk about what Karen did for a living. Well, music wise. Music for music, a living? Yeah. Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> that would mean that we got lots of cash for that, right? Right. Making a living. Oh, yeah. 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 But you, yeah, you did music, but not for a living. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. From a very young age, you know, my parents always stuck me into the like, music and dance and singing and performance. And then teenager hit. That was kind of enough of that. And you quit hockey. And I quit hockey. Yeah. Yes, I did. I was like, wow. Yes, I did. I discovered boys in malls yeah. yes. and not getting up at five o'clock in the morning anymore. Yeah, right? no. Quit hockey. But um, music is in our DNA. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that itch was always there. So even as a teen, you know, you kind of got together with some people and did some jams and stuff like that. And as a teen, I got to tour around Western Canada and United States with some bands. Very huh? nice. Yeah. That was a wonderful experience as Eye-opener. a young lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now we like, we are playing our drums and stuff now behind plexiglass. Yeah. That was the norm back then. Yeah. And that was just to protect the band. Yeah. From some of these bars we had to play in. Oh, from them throwing shit at you yeah, and stuff? Yeah, throwing stuff and just being rowdy in the bars. So it wasn't really a great environment for teenagers to be in, that's for sure. Yeah. In bars, yeah. Yeah, I did know. I did learn from that experience that one of my pet peeves is my feet sticking to carpet. Can't stand that. <laughs> oh. Just absolutely can't stand <laughs> that. Sticking to anything. <laughs> right? Carpet's the oh, worst. Man. That reminds me of a bar in uh, Kelowna. Cranbrook. No, in Cranbrook. That's Cranbrook. Cranbrook. Terrible little bar. Felt like you were standing on reverse duct tape. Right. Gross. Nasty. Nasty. (laughs) So that's what you did in your your teens. In my teens. And even in early twenties. But then, you know, life kind of hits and school and work. So I was taking university courses in the evening, single mom. Yeah. Kind of stuff yeah. too. Yeah. And then it was like much later. I didn't realize this, but around the office, like I'm always singing. Yeah. And then someone had said to me, he goes, you know, we have a band. Would you like to come sing for our band? And I was like, 
let's set some boundaries here right now. Yeah. And I'm like, are you planning on gigging every weekend? Been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. Don't have time for that. There's like, no, no, just a basement band right now. Maybe Come private have parties, have some fun. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how that goes. So I started uh, actually singing backups for them first. Oh, yeah, I wasn't even a drummer yet. You weren't even a drummer I yet. I wasn't even a drummer yet. Yeah, no, doing some backup singing. I noticed that something was going kind of funny with my throat. And I just thought it was like out of practice for so long, right? Yeah. Not doing it. Well, it got worse and worse where I was actually losing my voice in between just talking. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. So I got that checked out and turns out I had nodes on my vocal cords. Uh. Had some surgery for that and couldn't speak for three months. Yeah. You talk to anybody who knows me and they say that is the best three months ever. <laughs> I think a lot of people would say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, after that, yeah, it was kind of discouraging and I wasn't sure where, if I'd be able to sing or anything else after that. Did but, you get your voice back then? Oh yeah. Got my good, voice back. Good. Cause some people don't. It's well, scary. like my singing voice? Yeah. I was like, of course I got my voice. Yeah, she's talking to you. No, no, I'm talking like your singing voice. So some people right? lose it, right? Like it, sometimes Yeah, no, it is not where it was. And it's part of it, or I'd say most of it, is because I didn't retrain again. Yeah. I didn't go back into that. Well, you don't usually right. lose it, right? Yeah, yeah, well, it's a muscle. It's a set it of is, muscles. And it is. It's like retraining. Yeah. Lost some muscle memory. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. know. Yeah. Going back to the gym. So is that, when you, is that when you learn <laughs> drums? That's when I decided that yeah. I wasn't ready to give up music. You know, I played a little bit of bass. Not so great. Even worse, like guitar. And oh, I'm like, what am I going to do? And there was a lady, a female drummer in that band, that basement band, that totally inspired me. And I'm like, that's it. I'm going to be a drummer. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I went and got myself an electronic drum kit from Kijiji. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Kijiji. I think I totally got ripped off. Like now I know I totally got yeah. ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea then, anyway. right? I was excited about it. Even came with stool and he gave me a set of sticks. Like sold. Yeah. Right That's there. how you know you got ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got the stool and the sticks. Yeah. Here, take it all. <laughs> it was kind of also when I mentioned like the price or whatever I was offering him and he, like he took it like that and I was like, Oh, that was really easy. Was too <laughs> Shit. Easy. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, well. So I bring this electronic kit home, plug it in, headphones, and now I have no idea what I'm doing. That's awesome. Yeah. No. That's perfect. Right? Maybe do a basic beat just by watching or something. So I went online. Of course, YouTube, right? Checking out, you know, beginner drum lessons, typing that in. And I'd watch like a part of a lesson. And I'm like, yeah, no. The next one, yeah, no. And then I came across this guy named Jared Falk. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Doing a beginner drum lesson. And I'm like, we just kind of, it just connected. And I was like, oh, I understand what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, okay, look at me go. Very slowly, but look at me go. Super excited, right? And I'm like, well, who is this guy? Can I find more stuff online about him? And then I found uh, freedrumlessons.com yeah. first, right? They had a bunch of videos. And at the time, they had just launched, I think, a few months before that was Drumio. How long have you been playing? Yeah. Drums. Um, Are we allowed to ask that? No, I'm allowed to ask. Okay. <sighs> cool. 
No, we're coming up to <laughs> She just does that purposely to me because I'm like, I always ask the off-limit questions. <laughs> yes. oh, Where's that list, by the way? That's, I don't have it anymore. <laughs> it's so funny. That's uh, when I decided to learn to play drums. No lessons. I'm like, I'm going to fool with this in the basement and just see what I can do. And then exactly that, onto the internet, found guys that were talking way above my level and ended up right. at freedrumlessons.com. Yeah. Jared Falk. Well, Drumeo, all yeah. that stuff. And it got me going and just got me on the right, the right path to stuff. And yeah, very similar experience. So obviously with, their, their technique of teaching is tapped into something that a lot of people haven't. I think it's the good. They, it, do it, it. they explain it very well for beginners. And even in the different levels and the different types of drummings, right? They have, of course, their instructors yeah. within Drumeo. And they have guest instructors that come in. That, that is cool. Would give a live Actually, now I'm going to go watch this. You know this, right? Oh, you should. If you yeah. see me coming in with drumsticks one day, probably like, oh, no. I already <laughs> took up, I'm fun. taking up sword fighting. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. So I'm super stoked about that, right? But yeah, you know, the next thing is going to be drums. Drumming a beat is, a, it's a very zen space. It's, you know, yeah. I mean, you can probably attest to that. that and it's quite and relaxing. And it's frowned upon you. You shouldn't stab people with drumsticks. <laughs> well, no, that's the swords. <laughs> okay. That's my story. Don't get them confused. <laughs> yeah. okay. right. Somebody used to be whacking people as I'm walking across. No, I don't do stuff. So this like this drumio thing, right? Find the drumio and yeah, they had lots of free stuff on there. They also had a packs, like little drumming course packs. Yeah. So I got the first pack and I bought it because it said be able to play drums without reading music. Yeah. Right? So I get this, buy this pack. It gets shipped to me. It's great. I'm watching the first lesson and I'm like, I think you need to know how to play the drums a little bit before, <laughs> before yeah. you yeah. actually, actually jump this. into this. Right. Yeah. So I called Drumio up about this pack or whatever. It was a different, different beginner drummer pack and joking around. I remember the guy, his name is Nate. He answered the phone. My first conversation with Drumio. And I'm like, okay, so you have a 90-day guarantee. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, so in 90 days, I'll be a rock star. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't no. say that. He goes, but in 90 days, like you do your homework and put the work in, you'll be able to play with real live people. Yeah. 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 And I was like, challenge accepted. accepted. Yeah. And you did it. Not only did I do it, but... Dromeo actually took me under their wing to make sure that I would succeed, got me connected into their community, accountability. And at nice. 90 days, we filmed the video. It is on my YouTube page, one of my first videos. Sweet. Where I'm playing with two guys here in Calgary. Yeah. First two songs that I ever learned how to play. That awesome. is awesome. What's creepy afterwards is year afterwards is I'm meeting up with these guys again. <laughs> That's awesome. That was, that was great. Hey, remember me? No. Effie's 40s show is sponsored by The Blind Beggar Pub and Tight Fit Drywall. Thank you for listening. We are back with Killer Karen. So let's discuss the School of Rock. The School of Rock is the coolest place on earth. It's all over Calgary. We hear it on CJ92. Where did it start? Yeah. No idea. Okay. Okay. No idea. Just There's actually two formed. locations in Calgary. Yeah. I work at the School of Rock Calgary South. Okay. It's in Douglasdale. So what the School of Rock is, it is more 
than just a music school where you come in and take your lessons on whatever instrumental vocals. They also have band programs. They start at age four. Yeah, four for the band, band programs are called Little Wings. Man. They are the cutest things in the whole wide world. I would love to see a four-year-old drummer. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, it's cute. like I think, yeah, it's four to five. and Yeah, four to five is Little Wings. Five to six, I believe, is called Rookies. And five, six, seven, maybe. And then eight to 12 is Rock 101. And then we have a junior performance, which is teenagers. So it could be 12, 13, 14, whatever. And then we have performance, which are the older teens. Yeah. And then they also can audition for the house band. And that band is the one that gets to do like the Coke stage, Stampede. The YYC Music Awards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I've run into the, yeah, them. And yeah, it's so cool to watch. So you guys have an upcoming event actually at the Blind Beggar Smokehouse. Yeah, my band does. And we're going to have the School of Rock house band open for us. Oh, great. And do a 30 minute set. Nice. Yeah, that no, it should be cool. cool. Yeah. So is this tickets, like, where can people find it on the Blind Beggars and on your site? Or? Yeah, Blind Beggar, it's you purchase by table. There's no more physical tickets. Yeah. yeah, you go online, you reserve your table when you purchase your tickets, and you're in. So what's your role at the School of Rock? I'm an instructor. I used to teach drums there, but now I am a Rock 101 nice. band instructor. Nice. So That's what does that entail? Is that you're teaching everything now? Part of the band program is you get your individual lesson, whatever you're doing, your guitar, your bass, your vocals, drums, keyboards, whatever it is. Yeah. And then the band program are these kids come together for an hour and a half and they're learning five to six songs. And at the end of these five or six songs to learn, they actually perform on stage. Oh, wow. How many classes do these kids do a week? Like, is it one a week? Like you go to dancing, like one class or are they yeah, there? One, no, one class yeah. a week. Okay. You know, the scheduling, they try to do the scheduling. If you have a Rock 101 class, they try to put your individual lessons on the same day. Yeah. You know, it might not, not always work out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they put that together. So the kids are usually in there for about two, two and a half hours. No, it's really good watching them progress. And then it's exciting. That's, and I know, I know you sent me a couple links for bands over the summer that I got to look at that were really cool, the young ones that you'd sent. Yeah. And I saw your link at the Black Swan. Was it the Black Swan for yeah. that one band? Was that one of the ones that you were with? No, the one of the Black Swan, I was invited by an adult student. We also have adult students at the School of Rock learning nice. their instruments yeah. and in band programs. That's awesome. A bass player in the adult band, you know, obviously progressed yeah. and moved out of the school and is actually now in like three bands. Good for him. The owner of the School of Rock is in that band too. And then his best friend who actually been in bands together for something like 30 years whatever it is so what's the hardest part like for okay so you guys are like very professional you know with the kids and showing them how to to work their art right and get better so it's got to get hard to eventually tell you know the one do you have that thing where you guys cross and be like not all of you guys are gonna break this or make this or anything or is it just anybody can do it like what's the motto anybody Anybody can do it yeah yeah anybody can do it yeah well, yeah, if you take up drums and watch videos, it makes me feel kind of like lethargic. I haven't picked up any instruments. All I do is talk. <laughs> I use my mouth. <laughs> that is your instrument. Right. You go to karaoke. You, you go. go to karaoke. Apparently. I do karaoke. Yeah, I do sing. 
But I get on stage, it's hilarious. I can sit on a stage on the chair and talk my head off, but I cannot, I get on stage and sing and I want to throw up and I have to have the words in front of me, I forget them. That is so funny you mentioned that because my coaching business outside of the School of Rock, so I do that in the School of Rock as well, yeah. is I help bands perform. Oh. Yeah, how to behave on stage, not just performing on stage, but etiquette, sound guy, never piss off the sound guy. Yeah. No. Never. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, right? But I also do things about stage fright. Yeah. And, you know, coping mechanisms for stage fright, what you can do about that. So Weezer, the yeah. band Weezer, yeah, um, they have terrible stage fright. And they'll throw a Frisbee around before their shows just to release some of that tension. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm good. Like I said, I'm good at the shows now, but it's just the, the I think it's the remembering the words, right? Because when I do the show, I don't have to remember. It just comes out, right? It's easier for me just to focus yeah, and do that. scripted, right? Yeah. No, never. You wouldn't want to script me anyways. <laughs> we all know it's going a bad direction. A <laughs> she can't follow a script. I don't yeah. follow direction very well. I try, but I don't. Actually, so it depends on what it is. What, what do you recommend for uh, stage fright and, yeah. and things like that besides throwing a frisbee around? But just find something that you like the most or something that distracts you. We don't like to see stage fright anymore. Like performance anxiety, anxiety? nerves. Yeah. yeah. Anxiety, nerves kind of thing. Right. Yeah. These sweaty palms, the shakes. Yeah. I tell the people all the time about my first time being on stage as a drummer. I had no idea. I was never nervous. I've been on stage hundreds of times. And then this one time, like I'm shaking mm -hmm. and the sound guy is going, what is that noise? <laughs> Right? <laughs> well, it was my foot on the kick pedal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was doing triplets. And you didn't even like, know I could never yeah, do yeah. triplets. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm all nervous. Yeah. I think it's it again, a good right? thing, though. I really think nerves are a good thing sometimes because I find that your best performance when you're really nervous comes out. Like most of the time, right? You'll either do two ways. Well, singing, it depends because when you're super nervous, you can also squawk pretty hard, right? You'll be off key. I don't, I'm not sure because I don't train singing wise, but. So it depends on how it manifests in you, yeah. right? I guess, yeah. Your stage fright. Yeah. I just get barfy. <laughs> I literally, get barfy. I go in the bathroom and I come out. Now I don't, um, I, as long as I don't eat before the show. I find that as long as I'm not eating before the, I've learned not to eat before the show. Here's, <laughs> here's what I've learned. What? The people assembled, no matter what it is, aren't there to hate you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They're, yeah, that's they're there to have a good time, yeah. whatever it is. They want you to succeed and entertain. They, and entertain and get that information out to you, even if it's, you know, a conference, whatever it is. They're not there to be judgy and hate you. They, they're yeah. really on your side. And that's the thing you have to remember is like, oh, yeah, they do just want they to be have fun, right? Yeah. So I, I don't need to worry about this, you know, that whatever horror moment that they play in all the media, you know, where you're stuck on stage and you're completely embarrassed and people are laughing at you because you've failed. It's like, that just doesn't happen. I pulled off sliding you know? in the chair of the Naprox and I think I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> you did handle that very well, by the way. I was like, <laughs> give me what? I'm there. I'm there. Like so, I the, o the, only, the only episode <laughs> I'm glad we lost. Right? <laughs> I couldn't, I'm like, eh. I couldn't even talk. I think that's probably the worst uh -huh. I'd ever had. That was the scariest moment because I couldn't focus and my body was out of control. And I normally don't take a lot of stuff like that, especially when I'm getting on stage, right? 
like a gummy or smoking a, a joint is one thing, but for me to get up and have an approxim, we have learned our lesson. No painkillers or headache stuff before you walk on stage. Period. Especially mix, when you mix them with a vodka. Apparently, it's good to know your limits, right? Know your limits. Yeah, yeah. Because people do get nervous sometimes. It's like doing that one shot that you don't know where it's taking you, right? Well, certainly, nervousness is a is a sign that you know you you care about the result. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with caring about the result. Yeah. And having anxiety about doing well in front of an audience. I mean, to say that you shouldn't care is is yeah is not the it's being the able solution to handle it. I think right. as you walk out and know that you're you've got this and you can entertain the people at the end of the day. A good portion of your nerves and anxiety is lack of preparedness. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe you didn't do your homework. Yeah. Right. Maybe you're. Yeah, you were out doing something else when you should have been practicing and you're Sounds about lacking, right. <laughs> some, lacking yeah. some confidence, yeah. okay? Yeah. But if you've been practicing and everything else and you've got that and you still have the nerves, then yeah, then we we find out things that you can do. So some people need to play their instrument before they go on. Yeah. Yeah. Other people can't yeah. it gets into their head they're overthinking things now now they're making mistakes i've heard that a lot yeah. so they don't so we try to find things that you like yeah to do that can relax you or get you out of your head space right yeah. ne- is- neil pert had to play i mean neil pert still had to play before every but yeah. i don't know if that was so much of like maybe that, nerves or anything or but warming up technically warming up yeah yeah Warming up's like a big deal. Uh, warming up is a big deal. I find now, like when we start the show, like before the beginning, like now we all sit together and we, we go after each other and kind of pick and have some fun with it. Like we kind of joust around and have some really good laughter. And I find that that's the thing is even with your band, even maybe, I don't know if they do that, getting together as a group and just being able to champion each other as you walk on stage, right? Like I, for the performance. I don't, I don't know. I, I spent four days in a motorhome with them. You're good? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. We don't need to hug anymore. I think for females it's different. (laughs) (laughs) Not all. Not not saying like hug them and do the circle. But we do find that sometimes like that half hour before just to get a a razz. I think we're doing comedy with it, right? It's a little different than singing and talking and performing. Now, the 7th, we are going to be at the Blind Beggar. And uh, I don't know if Corey's coming. I'm going. What day is it? That is a Saturday. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Are you no, I don't know. I have honestly. <laughs> he doesn't know. I just schedule. tell him. I'm like, this is in the schedule. I haven't told you yeah. where we're going. She's so, surprised. Yeah, my band is Shoulder High Weeds. Yeah, we are oh, great. a tragically hip tribute band. Nice. That is freaking awesome. Pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Is there so where can we find you like for the listeners and stuff? Like YouTube is where they can find you guys. The Shoulder High Weeds. Yeah. Yeah, we're on Facebook. Just starting to build. Okay. A YouTube page. Sweet. How long has that been together, that project? Three years. Three right. years, okay. Yeah, three years. So like right to, around Downey's death? or Right, so we were just ready to come out of the basement and... COVID. It was, no, it no. was the Gower Downey. Three years ago. It was oh, announced. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> How much wine have you had? I have had like, <laughs> I already sucked back half the glass <laughs> if it makes you feel any Scotch glass full. Oh, <laughs> I can refill that for you. My face is getting red. Yes, you could. Is my face getting red? No, your face is getting red. Yeah, right. As we talk about performance anxiety and things like that. (laughs) No, that's the wine. So you didn't do it because of that? 
yeah, so it was announced that he was ill and farewell to her. And I'm like, oh, you know what? We don't want to be one of those bands yeah. that jump on bandwagon, yeah. so to yeah. speak, right? We're like, oh, man, really? So we tabled it. Like, seriously, yeah. we didn't rehearse nothing. We tabled it. And then a few months went by after his death and everything, and we were like, screw this. Yeah. It's like we love playing this music. Yeah. Yeah. And either when we go out and start playing, either people are going to love us or they're going to hate us. And then if they hate us, we know it's not directed to us personally. It's the hurt yeah. Yeah. that the hip are done and Gore Downey has died. Yeah. Like, so it's not yeah. personal. And we still get that now. Three years later, we yeah. have like tons of people that give us lots of love. Yeah. And then we'll get the occasional person. They you know, have come right up to me and said, there should not be a tribute band, whatever, whatever. And then actually have them sit down with us at the table and let them know. It's like, yeah, man, like it hurts. It does. Yeah. And why we're doing this is because we love the music and we're trying to keep this alive. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, if it, I mean, they had Beatles one, Beatles tribute, they have Elvis tribute stuff, right? Like it all, it's good right. to, to pay tribute to somebody that was talented, I feel. Right. Well, the, it's yeah. a tribute. It's thank, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you for, for your bringing great this music. to us. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're not Who trying honor to honor the hat. No. Yeah. Right? But we're trying to honor that. Yeah. yeah. Honor you, the spirit of it and, exactly. the, and the show. And I, I guess your front guy's got to be somebody pretty special to pull off Gord. Or... Do we have time to tell you about the Yeah. yeah. We got time. Yeah. yeah. Time? Yes. You can edit this out. It's all good. Yeah. But I'll tell you guys this. Yeah. I hadn't played drums for about a year and a half due to illness and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And then as I was saying, the DNA, it's it's starting to itch. I'm like, no, I'm going back in, right? Yeah. So I go on Kijiji, and in the meantime, I've had people contact me from my YouTube page. Do you want to play? Do you want to play? And I'm like, I don't want to be in an original band. That's a lot of commitment. Yeah. yeah. Just, oh, yeah. I just want to, yeah. like, you know, play. Enjoy. And not really have to think about things a lot, right? Yeah. So I go on Kijiji, and I see this ad for Tragically Hip, tribute band or tragically band anyways trying to get together and they were looking for a drummer but i noticed the ad was super old and i'm like well i'm going to email anyways and see what happens right so i get a hold of them and it was actually some other guy that was going to hook us up it was will who is our lead singer and he calls me up and we chat on the phone for a bit and he's like yeah that's old because we were putting things together and then he got ill and so it never came to be. So he goes, yeah, you know, let's do this. So he's like, do you know any bassists? And I'm like, how many people do you have in this band? Right now, right? <laughs> and he goes, well, if you join, two. two. <laughs> right? And I'm like, all right. That's awesome. All right. Right. I'm like, okay. Now you got to work your magic, and right? Like, okay. And I'm like, a bassist. And I was like, hey, you know, I've played with Ryan for five years in another band. Yeah. And I said, and he has an original band too. And I heard him say, you know, the next project, I want to play bass. So I phoned him up and I'm telling about this tragically hit project. Right. And actually I had no idea at the time. This guy is like a huge fan of the hip. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Right. And I'm like, I don't even know you. We played together five years. I don't even know you. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And I was like, you know, Ryan, there's like no commitment. We're just going to get together. And he goes, well, do you have a guitarist? And I'm like, well, 
Yeah, Will said he heard this guy across his fence <laughs> playing the guitar, and he walked over it. and he went, "Hey, you want to be in a band?" And the guy went, "Okay." Yeah. So that's how we got Jay. That's really cool. Yeah. So the four of us, we pick a couple of songs, right? And we're gonna practice them, and it's kind of like to see how it feels. And again, I'm telling Ryan, it's like, you know, Ryan, if this is like shit, yeah. it's like we haven't made a commitment. Yeah. Let's just check it out. Let's play with it. Yeah. Right. Because. Will was telling me his experience. He's never fronted a band. He's done some karaoke, but that's about it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, well, we'll check it out. Yeah. But he's pulling a band coach into his band. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we get together in the basement and we kick into the first song and Will opens his mouth to sing and our jaws drop. Ryan and I look at each other. We're in. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So he's been dubbed like the mini Downey. Yeah. Like apparently Love he it. sounds quite similar and he's not trying. That's just, yeah. him. just him. Yeah. yeah. Trying to. Yeah. So yeah, like off stage, the man is like super shy. Yeah. He's you know better. what? I find a lot of <laughs> singers are yeah. shy. Yeah. Because even like in Vertigo, Reed. He's not like he's not full you, of himself. You, you can see it. Yeah. It yeah. happens with performers. Some are quiet kind of. Yeah. It's not a but friendly trait. and sweet, yeah, unexpected. Totally. Yeah. Like you expect yeah. an ego behind it, and it's really not that much. No, there's no ego, not yet, anyways. It like, will be so after like, this show. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's been a great you know, learning process. That's like, a great story. You know, Jay has had like I don't know twenty something years, right? Yeah. Playing. So, um, so that, November seventh, November seventh, uh, shoulder get, high weeds yeah. and uh, school the school of rock, rock opening. Calgary South House Band is going to be. And then, so if you guys ever want to go take lessons, you can also, you know, go in at any age. Obviously, so that's awesome. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people realize that that it's for everybody. It's for everybody, and I think that's great. How are they doing through COVID? Did they? I mean, obviously, they had to retool some things for. Yeah, so that you know, the school was shut down. Yeah. yeah, the physical location, but thanks to our technology, yeah, we still gave lessons. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, good for over you over Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you for not caving during all this and still being able to do business. No, right? you know, it was difficult, like having group sessions. The technology is not yeah. quite there yet yeah. with yeah. the different. Yeah, the times. Right, yeah. that kind yeah. of thing. But even the parents knew. You know, we would talk to the parents that it was more about keeping the kids connected yeah yeah you know yeah. yeah we'll try to get some music done in the groups and whatever yeah. like especially the little ones it's a little tougher yeah. yeah but keeping the kids connected and yeah so i would play music games nice yeah with them we did like a scavenger hunt that was like my favorite like i've got like 10 kids on the screen yeah and i have a list and it's like go and you can hear the kids like zooming through their house screaming at their parents mom zoom scavenger hunt that's yeah, zoom scavenger hunt I it was great it. yeah and then you know give them trivia questions you know so music yeah. stuff and that just keeping them connected awesome i yeah. love it we're gonna be actually coming to see you like i said with your band and the school of rock and thank you for coming again we will talk to you guys next week this has been the effing 40s 